So I want to talk about the border today because I could not believe what happened just the other day. At 9.45 in the morning on Friday, that was the 22nd of April. A Texas Army National Guard soldier removed his body armor and jumped into the Rio Grande River. Why, you wonder, why would he do that? Well, he saw two migrants drowning in the river because apparently the currents of the river are very deceiving. It looks like a very calm, pool-like river, but there's so many undercurrents to that river that people don't realize, especially if they have no experience in swimming, they're exhausted. They've been walking and walking for hundreds and thousands of miles. Uh, they have babies. They have bags. They have backpacks that they might get swept away. In fact, Telemundo has this uh, broadcast for people to learn how to successfully cross the Rio Grande. There are so many migrants that have died. Over 8,000 migrants have died overall from uh, 2015 to this year while trying to cross the border for all different reasons. In fact, just the other day, a woman climbed over the border fence and got her foot stuck between the slats of the fence, dangled upside down, for what they call an extensive period of time and ended up suffocating from hanging upside down. How did that happen, you wonder? Well, a coyote was uh, telling her, yeah, I'll give you safe passage. And they all kind of went there to the fence where there wasn't any border patrol. They knew about it. They put up a ladder. They climbed. I don't know how they got up on this fence. Apparently, it's supposed to be unclimbable, right? And when she got over to the top, her foot got wedged. Nobody tried to save her. They didn't want to get arrested. So they all just left her there to just hang and die, only to be discovered by border agents somewhere along the line. And she was removed from the fence and, uh, of course, pronounced dead. These people don't care. So here's this Texas Army National Guardsman watching day after day migrants trying to cross the river, sees two of them are in trouble. He removes his armor because, of course, that would be ridiculous, right, to swim in the water in these currents. In, in, I don't know. He jumped into the river. I don't know the exact details. We, we are still trying to figure out, but these two migrants were illegally crossing the river from Mexico into the United States. And these soldiers, I mean, this, there were multiple soldiers there, but this particular National Guardsman takes off his armor, jumps into the water, and goes missing. He never resurfaces. And he still has not been found. Dive teams are searching the site right now, but... He's still not been found. Now, just the other day, 
The next day, the Texas military department reported that the search is still ongoing. And they have not released the missing soldier's name, but the family now knows that the search is on. Now, the agency also is saying that these two migrants were trying to illegally cross the river in the effort to continue their illicit transnational narcotics trafficking. And they are now safely, safely on land in custody of U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Now, there were two soldiers who have spoken anonymously to the Military Times and the Tribune that in the wake of the incident, some commanders in the sector have now issued orders banning troops from entering the water without a flotation device. And other units have now been banned from entering the water entirely, no matter what's happening. So if they see migrants drowning or illegal migrants drowning or drug narcotics, drug traffickers drowning, no matter who it is drowning, they're not allowed to go in there without a flotation device. And I I don't know how many flotation devices exist or, you know, are they everywhere? Do they always have them on them? I don't know. Is that something else they need to carry now along the Border Patrol? I have no idea. But, of course, when I was reading an article in another publication, they, of course, are saying, this is Governor Abbott's Operation Lone Star Guardsman assigned to to that detail. So you see how it's coming back. Now they're trying to blame Governor Abbott, it seems to me, because if he didn't have Operation Lone Star, if he just left it up to the federal agents, this would have never happened. So you probably have the same question I have. Title 42 is coming to a close on April 23rd. I'm sorry, May 23rd, May 23rd. And Title 42 is something from 1944 that says that due to pandemic era health orders, okay, so due to health reasons, um... We cannot accept migrants right now. Now, this was reenacted in March of 2020 by the Trump administration. And it's been used 1.7 million times to expel migrants. And what they're saying about this Title 42, which was issued in, in, like I said, in 1944, under the Public Health Service Act, it gives federal officials the authority to stop the entry of people and products into the United States to limit the spread of communicable diseases. So they use COVID-19, which made sense, um, as, as, you know, for a reason. But now the 23rd of May, the Biden administration plans to lift the implementation of Title 22, 
so when you look at the impact this is already having, I was reading in one publication that a caravan, a massive caravan from countries south of Mexico has already begun with timing so that they arrive at the Mexico-U.S. border right on time, as soon as it's lifted on May 23rd. So in anticipation of this, they're saying that there's going to be this massive influx because Title 42 basically kept returning people who were trying to cross based on COVID-19 restrictions, Title 42. But what they were saying was they keep sending those migrants back only for them to come and try again. So even though it's been used 1.7 million times, most of them weren't unique migrant attempts to cross the border. Most of them were repetitive, repetitive offenders, repeat offenders. So now the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has now filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration to halt the CDC from lifting Title 42. So his lawsuit argues that the Biden administration did not follow the administrative procedures, the procedure laws needed to halt Title 42. The suit adds that if the Biden administration follows through with lifting the order, Texas will have to pay for social services for the migrants who enter the country. Now, the Biden administration has already had these open border policies. I mean, we we know that they already have these open border policies. So it's so confusing. They lift the mask mandate on the airplanes, which people say because of the HEPA filters, it's the safest place to be during any pandemic, whether you're wearing a mask or not. It's like the 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 plane itself is wearing an N95 mask on its it's perfectly fitted mask on the filtration device um, on the, on the airplane. So the air is very clean because remember back years ago, every time you went on a plane, you always came home from your vacation sick because the air was circulating. Everybody would say, "Oh my gosh, it's the air! It's the air! It's the air!" And you come back with all sorts of colds and viruses and stuff, and they realize that, and they put on these super duper HEPA filters. It, it's like the safest place to be. And if you want to still wear a mask on the airplane, go right ahead. So they lifted the mandates and everybody freaks out. Remember all those uh, videos on board the planes and everybody's cheering and they have a ceremonial mask, you know, throwing away in the garbages, you know, when the flight attendants come down the aisle and everybody's throwing out their masks. There were, of course, people freaking out that they were trapped on the plane with all these mask, you know, um, anti-maskers and how they were having an anxiety attack that everybody was taking off their mask. It's the one thing I always ask is why is your anxiety issues my problem? You know, if 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 you want to wear a mask go right ahead. Why don't they understand the science of an airplane and the fact that how the HEPA filters work and and does, you know, this this is proven, proven science that it keeps everybody healthy. Just ask the flight attendants that are constantly on the airplanes. 
But yet they want to believe the fake science that masks protect you. 100%. That's what they think. They think if they wear this barrier on their face, you know, you could wear, you know, cloth, you could wear three ply, two ply, it doesn't even matter. We've all learned so much about masking science. They don't care. So they're fighting to put masks back on the plane, which don't work, but they're fine with all sorts of people coming in with communicable diseases, not just COVID-19. We have heard time and time again that there's been an increase of, of diseases that we haven't really had to deal with much in the United States as of late because we've been vaccinated against, you know, the MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, all these different diseases, tuberculosis. We've, we've, you know, we've handled and controlled these, not that they never happen in the United States, they do. But when you have an influx of people, you don't even know their vaccination records. They, you don't even know their, their, you know, they, certain regions have certain issues. We have no idea what they're bringing into this country. Now, vaccinations for COVID-19 are offered at the border. I don't know what other vaccinations are offered at the border. I don't know if people are required to show their medical records or are they just brought into the country, you know, housed and processed and then let out into the community, put on trains, planes and automobiles around our nation. And, and And we don't even know. We don't even know that they're coming. You know, where I live, schools are already overcrowded. And they're building makeshift mobile units for schools. And they've already expanded schools in in many regards in some areas of my county. But it doesn't matter. There's an influx of people moving to this area. Why? I live in a red state. And people love to enjoy low taxes, better cost of living, better quality of life, freedom, People are flocking here because they, in some cases, are continuing to work remotely and they like that concept of working remotely and they can do it anywhere they want. Why not in a state that treats you right? So we already have an increase of students in the school. What's going to happen when Title 42 is lifted and people come marching into the United States with God knows what communicable diseases that we didn't have to deal with before, but now we have to deal with it because there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people. I think there was 221,000. I want to get my number right. I've read so many articles on this topic. 221,000 people have crossed the border last month. In fact, I was looking at the CBP March release here. Yeah. 221,303 encounters along the Southwest border happened in March alone. That's up 33% compared to February, just the month before. And of those, 28% of those had at least one prior encounter in the previous 12 months. That's down. I mean, I'm sorry, that's up from re-encounter rates of 14% from years prior. 76% were single adults. 
Unbelievable. 50% of those were processed for expulsion under Title 42. 111,000 of them were processed under Title 8. Now, I was reading uh, the differences between these titles, and it does get a little convoluted, but it goes back to what I started to say earlier. What's the difference between Title 42 and the Remain in Mexico policy? Okay. And I thought Trump had that Remain in Mexico policy. Biden comes in, gets rid of it, but then... There was a uh, court decision, Supreme Court decision, back in December that said the Biden administration illegally ended Trump's MPP, right? That's the Migrant Protection Protocol, the Remain in Mexico Protocol. And so I said, well, well if the court decided... If the court decided that Biden has to reinstate the MPP, the Remain in Mexico policy, why isn't that already in place? And why can't we use that instead of for, uh, Title 42? Why are we so worried about the Title 42? Like, um, it's not making sense to me, the logic of it. And then, of course, I learned about Title 8. So when we come back, I'm going to give you an update on that and, and maybe try together, try and figure out what the difference between those two are. We'll be back in a moment. 